Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Fisherman's Post Saltwater Podcast Series. This episode is our annual holiday gift guide. And once again, we're talking to Arlen Ash of Intracoastal Angler here in the Wrightsville Beach, Wilmington area. And he's got a number of gifts, a number of fishing, boating-related gifts that he's going to share with us, you know, for this year's holiday gift guide. I'm Gary Hurley of Fisherman's Post. Fisherman's Post has been serving the saltwater fishing community of North Carolina since 2003. We've been bringing you fishing reports, fishing information, fishing tournaments, fishing schools, and here in our latest and greatest efforts, the Saltwater Podcast Series, where we reach out to our captain and guide friends from up and down the North Carolina coast and ask them to share with us their thoughts, their insights on how to catch more fish more often, or at least towards the holiday gift guide, as is the as is the occurrence this episode. In this endeavor, I am joined every week with my podcast partner, Billy Thorpe of Thorpe Creative. Happy holidays, Billy. What's up, Gary? Happy holidays, man. It is a good time to be in the podcast chair talking about one of my favorite things is different products. Um, I, I'm always surprised when Arlen comes on the show every year and talks about this holiday gift guide. There's always like that one or two items. I'm like, holy cow, that's a thing that, that, that exists. So I'm excited to see what the lineup looks like uh, this year. It's going to be fun. Yeah, man. I hope he gives me some ideas. Um, I want to buy myself a gift. So I hope I hope one of these uh, gifts. So yeah. I, that might be Billy's best takeaway. Instead of Billy's best oh, takeaway, it's that's traditional. Good. It might be which of the gifts would Billy most like to get for Christmas? Which of the gifts? Which I'll play gift? along too, you know, if you're yeah. taking notes. All right, I'll see which gift should I get for Christmas. And then we'll just send that clip to my wife and then we'll see what happens. And then we'll do a follow-up right. episode to say, did I really get the gift? The answer's going to be no. <laughs> She's going to be like, you're an no. idiot and barely fish. Like, why would I buy you that? <laughs> She's so, smart. She is smart. All right, and talking about smart people, Marine Warehouse Center sponsors the show. They're, they're smart for sponsoring the show, and we're smart for having them as a sponsor. I get a quick message from them, and we'll be right back. At Marine Warehouse, we have everything from trailer, trailer parts, engines, engine parts, new boats, boat parts, a full store. We have a service department. We are your one-stop shop for marine equipment and hardware. We offer a wide variety of parts and accessories for all your marine needs. The best part about working at Marine Warehouse Center is to help customers really get the most out of their coastal lifestyle and share our love for the water. At Marine Warehouse, we're here to get you out on the water because of our love for the water. We like being out there and we want you out there with us. There it is, man. Can't think of a better gift to give than a boat. I was going to say that commercial is like a holiday gift guide in and of itself, man. Go to the Marine store for stocking, stuffing items or smaller gifts. But man, what kind of hero would you be if you bought a boat for Christmas? You know, even if you bought it for yourself for Christmas, what kind of hero would you be? Marine Warehouse Center with their own holiday gift guide. Honey, I would like a boat. I just put that on my list. We'll see. Maybe Santa will bring me a boat. That'll be fun. Uh, Man, I really appreciate those guys at Marine Warehouse. And, uh, and Emmett is probably one of the most thoughtful people on the planet. He's always, you know, helping people around him, doing this stuff. And so in this picture that I have in our segment here, where in the world is Emmett, there, someone actually captured him out uh, doing a particular thing to help other people. Can you guess what that is, Gary? He is 
working the Red Cross change thing outside a store for the holidays. You know what? That's probably more creative than what I came up with. Uh, uh, but he is actually out shopping with the ladies. So he's Christmas shopping <laughs> with his lady friends, <laughs> hanging out. Look at him, tailing along. I mean, he's kind of a fourth wheel here, but he's uh, he's out there. They get the shopping bags, doing the thing. So good for Yeah, him. he's going to find a chair. He's just going to sit down while they try on stuff, and he's going to yeah. just say, yeah, everything looks great. Everything looks great, honey. Yeah, he's not creeping. It may look like he's creeping, but he's not. <laughs> it looks a little like he's creeping. <laughs> he was invited to the shopping party. <laughs> oh, what's up? Let's hope at the end of the year he'll come. You know, he'll probably be on a, you know, we'll probably do a last episode of the year. I'm sure Emma's going to be involved and I'm going to pay for all of these pictures I've created. So it's going to be. And where in the world will Emma be when he connects with us for that? I have no idea. Maybe in the studio. Maybe not, but we'll see. But anyway, man, I'm excited about this holiday gift guide. So, um, I, and, and then one, you know, one more gift that people can buy, by the way, I'll, I'll transition to this real quick is our membership. So if you want to get the best gift of the year, then maybe you can get the membership to somebody. Gary, you want to talk about that for a second? Yeah, man, I'll be happy to talk about it. We did the weekly fishing reports from April through October, and now we're in our bi-weekly schedule. Just because the fishing slows down, it just didn't make much sense to say the same thing week after week. But, you know, to give value right here, even in the off-season, we have special live shows that you can only access if you're a member. And certainly you can gift these memberships. You can gift them by the month, 10 bucks a month, or you can gift them for the year, 100 bucks. And as we've been telling people, the pricing is going to go up here in 2023. But if you get in now, you're locked in at 2022 pricing. And yeah, I think it's a great gift for someone who doesn't necessarily need more stuff. You know, give them knowledge, give them confidence, you know, give them an experience every week, a new experience when they get to hear what these local captains from up and down the coast have to say. Yeah, man. And another great gift, and I've given this gift since we're talking about gifts on the show, uh, is the Fisherman's Post Saltwater Fishing Schools. I actually gave that gift to my father-in-law, said it was one of his favorites. And uh, so, yeah, that's a great one, too. I want to mention that. I remember that, man. I remember when you did that. And yeah, man, I'll, I'll take that and run with it just a little bit. Um, February 4th in, in Wilmington this year, February 25th, February 4th in Wilmington this year, February 25th in Moorhead this year. And, you know, we do still do by easily the in-person schools, highly attended, you know, great captains, great delivery. And then new, we started last year, you can also purchase video access. So either you can't make it to the school in person, you just want video access, you can purchase that. Or what we saw is a lot of people who attended the school wanted the video access just so they could watch it again and again and again. They didn't have to worry so much about taking notes at the school. They could just enjoy the experience of the school. So yeah, Billy, thanks for that setup. Yeah, man, absolutely. Well, it's a great, it's a great, uh, it's a great gift. So go give that to your to your family for sure. So anyway, man, I'm excited to learn about some gifts that Intercoastal Angler has. So I'm going to pass it back to you, Gary. Well, you're going to fish photo me before you bring oh. on Harlan. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I forget about the fish photo. We got Chuck Trox with a blue fish caught while fishing from Johnny Mercer's pier. So good looking blue fish right there. I cut off the tail. It was so big. It couldn't even fit in the picture. It's crazy. <laughs> crazy the size of that thing. <laughs> well, you know, man, it's that time you got to take what fish you can get. A blue fish from the pier is a blue fish from the pier. Yeah. Man. And, hey, and, uh, bigger than yeah, my we'll, fish. <laughs> so. But yeah, we'll bring on, you know, we'll bring on Arlen. We could have segued from the fishing school into Arlen because Intercoastal Angler will be at the school again this year. They started last year. They'll be back at the fishing school. And uh, yeah, man, let's welcome Arlen Ash, Intercoastal Angler, 
thank you for making this a holiday tradition, the holiday gift guide. I think it's our third season. That's right. Third annual. Third annual. I love a tradition. I love an annual. I am a sucker as I get older. I am sens more sentimental as I get older. And so, yeah, man, I was looking forward to this tradition. But as much as I'm looking forward to the tradition, as well as we know each other, no one gets on the podcast without answering the two questions. Are you ready, sir? Absolutely. Bring them on. All right. It's the same question you've had two years prior, but that doesn't mean I don't ask it again. Why should we listen to you talk about fishing-related products, fishing-related gifts? Why? Well, I've been doing it for a couple years, and I plan on doing it for a couple years more. Um, I kind of eat, sleep, and breathe this stuff. So um, I live by you can't BS a BSer, and um, I'm not going to BS all the BSers that watch your podcast. So I'm going to tell them the truth. All right. I'm, I'm on board. I mean, I want to see what you have. I, you know, I, I look forward to this. I, I want to know what's out there. I, I should be more in the know by virtue of my position as a fisherman's post, but I'm not. So I depend on people like you as in this situation, but you still have question number two. Are you ready for question number two? I can only imagine. They're easy. They're really easy, but they're actually holiday questions, holiday questions. Question number one, how much did Santa pay for his sleigh? I mean, we're during some pretty serious inflation, so I, I would think Miss Claus would have made it for him and the elves would have helped. It would have been three ninety nine. Um, Actually, it cost nothing. It was on the house. All right. Oh. All right, question number two. What did Mrs. Claus say to Santa when she looked up at the sky? Um, probably time for you to get up and ride and get on out of here. <laughs> That's a good answer, but it's not what I have. I have uh, Mrs. Claus said to Santa when she looked up at the sky, looks like rain, dear. All right. I hope you're funnier than me. You do bring a little humor with you to the holiday gift guide. So let me get out of the way. Let me stop messing this up and set us up, Arlen. We want good holiday gift ideas. Well, Gary, Billy, thanks again for having us. Uh, we really appreciate it. Um, kind of the way I looked at this year's gift guide, I looked at last year's, and a lot of the gift ideas can be similar, but with it being an annual tradition, other than me buying another flannel for the show to look nice, um, you know, I was trying to keep in mind what makes a good gift and, and what, what makes a gift that you can give to someone with confidence, especially if you might not know exactly what they're fishing for or what they're doing. Um, and the key is something that's practical and in a lot of cases, something they wouldn't buy for themselves. Um, so whether they fish inshore or nearshore or offshore, there are certain things that will apply for every angler, fisherman or fishwoman in your life. Um, and tools are always a very good bet for that. Chances are yourself or your loved one, you know that they have a pair of pliers that they're always squirting oil on or rusty and they're cussing and they're spending lots of money buying the same pair of pliers year after year. Um, so we sell a couple of pairs of pliers here in the shop that every fisherman will, would be happy to have and probably wouldn't buy for themselves. Um, and the key is buying something that's either super high grade stainless 
or something that's aluminum that won't rust, you know, obviously in salt water. Um, this first pair is by Donmar. They're a U.S. company. Everything's made in the United States, and it's out of really high-grade stainless. They're very small. They're lightweight. They come with a sheath, and you can literally go swimming with these, and as long as you rinse them off, they'll still work, which you can't really say that about any other plier on the market. Um, they're about $150 retail. They do come with a sheath. Um, another option would be some aluminum pliers. And you'll notice they're a little bit bigger, a little bit bulkier. The cutters are going to be on the side. Um, these are also made in America by Accurate. They're called the Piranha pliers. And these are a little bit less expensive, about $130 retail. And they come with a, a lanyard and a sheath as well. Um, but something that every fisherman would love to have, a, a sturdy pair of pliers that they're not going to have to worry about not working every time they get fishing. So I, as you know, I always like to ask a couple of questions and maybe even a question you don't want to answer. But the first question, sure. I don't think it's a big deal. Do either of those sets of pliers apply more to inshore, nearshore, or offshore? Or are they all across the board? That's actually a really good question. So the pair of Donmars that I showed was their checkpoint, um, I believe they're the 850 series. And you'll notice they're, they're smaller um, and the cutters are in line with the jaws which is nice for cutting monofilament and smaller stuff. Um, and, it, and it keeps them very lightweight. Um, this would be more for your inshore guy. They do make a pair of offshore pliers that I don't have with me that we do stock um, that are a little more money, kind of along the same lines as these accurate pliers where they're a little bit bigger, a little bit beefier jaws and the cutters on the outside. And that just allows for it to be a little stronger if they're cutting some, some wire or cable, some of the, bigger monofilaments you'll find on offshore fishing. So that, that is a good point. It depends on, on what they're doing. And there are options from both manufacturer. Um, I kind of just picked these two and you can kind of see the difference in their design um, for those applications. No, man, I think we're off to a great start. I think I agree with you that you get something practical with something they wouldn't buy themselves. And 150 bucks, 130 bucks for a pair of pliers could be a hard pill to swallow, but I, I'm with you. If someone were to give me some, I would love them. I would cherish them. I would be proud to pull them out, man. I think that's a great start to our gift guide. Yeah, and the, and the biggest thing is picking a pair that definitely comes with a lanyard and a sheath. That way, if they drop them over, they don't float. So if they drop them overboard, it's their fault for not using the lanyard or the sheath. So you, All right. you don't get in trouble for giving them a gift that they threw in the water. All right. What else you got? I'm in. So staying with the same uh, tools category, one thing I, we didn't do last year and, and something that is, should be a staple for everybody would be a Boga grip. Um, it's also another tool made in uh, America, which is nice. It's made in uh, a town called East of Boga because I guess that town is East of Boga. But, uh, Anyways, it, what it is, there's several fish gripping tools on the market that allows you to grab a bluefish or a red drum or a grouper or any species by the jaw without getting cut up and hurt. Most saltwater species, you put your hand in their mouth, you're probably not going to, unless you know, you're Chuck Norris or something, you're probably going to end up with some sort of injury. So, you know, what's nice about this tool is it allows you, it's a very nice fish grip, all, um, 310 stain or 316 stainless um, doesn't rust. You can leave it on your boat, but it has built in a scale 
that's very, very accurate. And it comes in a couple different models. It comes in a 15 pound, a 30 pound, and a 60 pound increment. Uh, we actually have a lot of guys that fish King Mackerel tournaments that buy the 60 pound from us. Um, the 15 pound is the most popular in the inshore realm. And then the 30 pound is more for the near shore guys. Um, but very well made. Once again, something that doesn't float. It does come with a handle strap. I would recommend trying to buy like a small crab prop, crab pot float to go with it. Once again, if you drop it overboard, it'll float and you can get it because these do retail for about $125. Um, but a very nice gift, something that we sell a lot of, especially around the holidays and something that most people wish they had on their boat that they won't buy for themselves. Man, uh, how much does the price change if you go from 15 to 30 to 60? So the 15 and the 30 pound are both $125 at retail. The 60 pound does get quite pricey. It's a much bigger system. It's, it's a little bigger in diameter. Um, I think I don't know off the top of my head. It's right around $200. So it does jump when you go to the 60 pound. 200 bucks, no problem. I got four big engines on the back of my boat. I'm not going to blank at a $200 pair of pliers for my King Mackerel boat. I mean, uh, Boga that's, Grips for my King Mackerel boat. That's right. Um, and I would also say too, man, I mean, there's definitely cheaper products out there that work well, but there is something I think kind of cool about a Boga Grip and about having it on the boat and just as part of that photo. I mean, I'm, I don't know if that's marketing. I don't know if it's branding. I, I don't know what it is, but I am, I have a couple on the boat and I prefer if it's a quote unquote special fish, I prefer the Boca grips. Sure. And the other thing too, you'll notice being made out of really high grade stainless, um, it's much smaller than some of the plastic counterparts. So when you do take a photo, you're much more likely to get in the cover of the fisherman's post with this little guy out there than this giant orange thing in front of your face. That is a great point. And I will also add that if your goal is the cover of Fisherman's Post, make sure you take a vertical photo, not a horizontal photo, because the cover is a vertical presentation. You know, I, I like to get that out there to, to people in advance before their dreams are dashed when they send me this fish of a lifetime, but they're holding it up horizontally and not vertically. There we go. Well, sticking with tools, I'll go right into fillet knives. We do it every year. We talk about fillet knives because it, it really does make a great gift. Um, especially if you have someone that catches a lot of fish, their fillet knife is done. Tell them to throw it away and, and buy them a new one. Um, we, showed, we showed this the past couple years, but I show it every year because it is our best seller. It's the Dexter Russell kit. It comes with their Santa Safe. Um, stainless uh, fillet knife. They come in seven and eight inches. The seven inch one better for your inshore guy. Eight inches better for bigger flounder, which this day and age probably is not important, but you know, bigger wahoos and mahi, that kind of thing. Um, they come with a the sheath. They're about 40 bucks. But their new thing on the market is this Dextreme. And the name might be marketing, but what's kind of cool about this, and I'll get it a little closer to the camera, is that it has a dual edge which for some people might be a little dangerous. I'm kind of scared of it myself. But what's cool about it is that you have the, the smooth edge on the main surface of the knife with this serrated edge on the back side. So whether it's sheep's head or black drum, red drum, grouper, any of those fish that have those big rib bones that destroy a fillet knife. What's cool about this is that you can literally fillet your fish with the smooth side of the knife 
And then when you get to those pesky rib bones, you can flip it over and get rid of them with the serrated side without destroying your knife. It'll last a lot longer. Comes with the same um, rubber ergonomic handle and a sheath. And all of these are in the $40 range. Um, if they got big stockings, it's a great stocking stuffer, but it also is nice to wrap. It makes a good presentation. It's something everybody can use. Um, unless you're like myself, it's fairly unlucky when you get on the water, but eventually you'll have to have a flame. Yeah, man. And I think like, it, you know, your theme of tools is appropriate. Like people enjoy having good tools. A fillet knife is certainly part of that arsenal. And yeah, man, I'm intrigued by that double-sided knife. I'm going to have to check that out. Um, I, I like that. I like having it handy right there on one knife. You're right. Like, does it pose a challenge? I mean, nah, you just got to learn to use something new. And, and the biggest thing, the reason we've been selling a lot of those knives and been pushing them is that more and more people are fishing for black drum and sheep's head with the regulations we have. And people complain about them being a little bit more tricky to clean, especially with the bigger rib bones and the big rib cage. And that solves the problem. I think it's very insightful. I think it's very smart of you and smart of Dexter. I'm in. What else? Like I'm, I'm soaking this up. So I, I couldn't do a, a holiday gift guide without mentioning a new product. Um, as you can see, we have tons of rods and reels in the shop here. Um, and that's, that's what's so cool about going to your local retailer is the best thing is to see them and talk to them about what's the best fit for your fishery. Um, but one thing across the board, whether it's freshwater, saltwater, inshore, nearshore, Shimano's launched a new reel called the Miravel. And when they basically when inflation hit and everything had to go up, up, up in price point, um, the best reel they made was their Altegra and it was in the $120 price point. Um, and they didn't have anything in that range. What they were able to do was come out with a reel that basically takes place of that old Altegra. They lighten it up by using the CI4 technology, which is carbon fiber in their frame and rotor, which greatly reduces the rate of the weight of it. Um, and keep it at the same price point, which is really nice. Very smooth reel with direct drive handle, which is important for saltwater fishing, whether it's big bluefish, big red drum. We put a lot of strain on our equipment, so you really want a handle that screws directly in the main gear. And they're able to offer that in that carbon fiber frame at $129 price point. Something we're really excited about, whether you pair it with a lesser expensive rod or a nicer rod, it's just it's it's something that the market's been missing um and as far as spinning tackle goes even the offshore guys are using smaller spinning tackle for catching bait or near shore fishing jigging around the reefs so it's it's definitely something to keep your eye out on and it just came available in time for the holiday season sizing 1000 to 4000 they make it all the way to a 5000 some of the size ranges on the upper and lower ends are still questionable as far as availability goes, but in the core sizes of 2,500, 3,000 and 4,000, they should be in stock and ready to go at all your local guys. Okay. And then just for people's knowledge, because, you know, they might be shopping for reels in general. I mean, that's a great suggestion, but in your vocation, when you're guiding people, what are the, I guess the top four features of a reel that people should look at to determine quality of the reel or purchase for them 
That's that's a great question. And, and the first one, as I mentioned in this um, earlier, is a direct drive handle. And what that means is that this handle screws directly into the main gear instead of going to a hexagonal fitting and a, a bolt on the other side, which what happens over time, you catch four or five red drum and that just that slop in that 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 hexagonal fitting, it just wallows out and you get this handle play. So you definitely want to choose a reel that doesn't have that. The next thing is a reel that has a good drag system. Um, a lot of the smaller spinning reels on the market will have drags that are made out of felt or even out of like a cloth material. And once again, you catch a couple drum, a big sheep's head or two, a big Spanish mackerel that's going to take a bunch of drag, and those washers get shredded. Shimano, Daiwa, and Penn have all, in their 3,000 sizes and up, have all added carbon fiber washers stock from the manufacturer to where you don't have to worry about that. Um, next would be the ball bearings that are in the reel. It's not necessarily a question of how many. It's a question of the quality and what they're made of. And so most manufacturers have gone to complete stainless steel. Um, so it's not as big of an issue as it used to be. But there are certain reels at different price points that do better and are more durable. We're not really brand specific here. We just, once again, that's why it was such a great question. Um, and third, third is weight. So it's, it's like anything else in life, it's a compromise. A lot of times some of the pins are the most durable on the market, but they tend to be a hair heavier. So if you're doing more finesse fishing for trout or using top waters all day long for redfish, we tend to steer people towards the Shimano's because they tend to be lighter in weight. All right. Hey, man, I followed that explanation. I'm glad I asked, man. I think that was a good tutorial. Next holiday gift. All right. So um, moving along, once again, landing nets are important, especially um, in smaller boats. It can be difficult. We have a lot of nice red drum around here, and most of the problems we encounter are, man, I need a bigger net, but my boat, it's too small to deal with this giant net that's laying in the deck or I'm stumbling over or it's in my T-top waving in the wind and I, I end up on qualified captain for some reason or, or another. <laughs> so um, something that's come out this year that Frable came out with was actually a really nice folding net in their conservation series. So especially if you have a skiff or a smaller bay boat um, where space can be limited and, and your storage compartments are smaller, this kind of fits the bill because as you can see, I'm a pretty small guy, but this takes up a very small footprint where you could get it in a bow locker or even under the gunnel in some circumstances and get it out of the way. But when you fold this thing out and lock it into place, it has a 24 inch handle and a 21 by 24 inch hoop that has a very deep bag. So you could, you could literally get a, a citation size red drum in this net, but at the same time be in a 17 foot Maycraft that where it's a pretty day and you made it to the jetty and you caught your giant redfish and you have something to put it in. And then when it's time to go home, no one's tripping over it because you can put it right in that small storage hatch. All these nets come with this rubber coated mesh, which is really nice because if you're using treble hooks on a topwater plug or any kind of artificial, they don't get snagged as bad. They're a lot easier to get out of the net. Um, and they retail for right around $120. So they're not, they're, they're a little pricey, but 
they're well worth it, especially if space is of concern in a smaller boat and you want something you can actually fit a nice fish in. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, fishing, boating costs money, 120 bucks for a net. But if it serves your purpose and, you know, days on the water are, can be few, so you want to make the most out of your time on the water, like why not be as comfortable, as efficient as you can on your boat? I'm, I'm with you. I think that's a, I think that's smart of them and smart of you to, to bring it out to our audience. And the picture on the cover of the Fisherman's Post is much better than a story about the big one that got away because you had a small land in it. So, Absolutely. <laughs> um, going, going on to the next thing, um, something that's been popular for several years and still continues to be popular are the extra tough boots. Um, that goes without saying, I'm not going to get into the extra tough ankle boots. Everyone knows what they are, but what they have done this year is they've launched finally, finally, finally their boots in a kid line. We've been asking for it for years and they finally did it. Um, they do it in four colors and grab them all. And they're available from a children's size of a seven all the way to a youth size of five. So basically from barely walking to, Time for second grade. There is an extra tough boot and it'll make everybody happy under the Christmas tree that they finally have a boot to match their sister and their brother and their daddy and their mommy. So um, same materials. They're a little bit less expensive, which is nice. They're, they're about $25 cheaper than the adult boots on uh, the $60 range. Um, great gift idea, whether it's for your own family or for someone else that might have some children that like to get out on the boat. So question for you, will intercoastal angler be satisfied once everyone in Wilmington has a pair of extra tufts or after everyone in Wilmington has a pair of extra tufts, are you still going to be pushing that even now pushing it on kids, a kid pusher? Well, I mean, that's, you got to find a different demographic. Everybody else, <laughs> actually, Gary, everyone in Wilmington does have a pair. Um, some of them are on their third or fourth because to be honest with you, they, they're like any other shoe, they tires on a car, they, they wear out. So yeah, we're going to keep pushing extra toughs because they, they do make a comfortable, good product. And I mean, come on, think about the Christmas photo opportunity in front of the tree as a, as an outdoors family, you're going to all be wearing extra toughs and your kid doesn't have a pair as well. I mean, that's, I mean, that's terrible. They're cute. I will give you. It is a good idea, and I have no doubt that kids' extra tufts are going to sell and and probably sell brilliantly. I, I don't doubt that in the slightest. And and they are cute, and extra tough is a good – I mean, I can joke about how how prevalent they are, how popular they are, but I'm with you. It's a good product. There's a reason. I, I would agree. Um, I would agree. And getting back to the whole idea of this gift guide of something practical – it is practical. I mean, if it rains, we're not going to get snow in Wilmington, I don't think, on Christmas. But if it rains, I mean, how, how awesome would it be that you buy a brand new pair of boots and your kid's destroying them in a mud puddle right there on Christmas Day? I mean, it's, it's, to Chris, I mean, it's next year's Christmas card. <laughs> All right. So, um, moving on, staying with something practical, something that they wouldn't buy for themselves would be good foul weather gear. And Good foul weather gear does come at a premium as far as price goes. You can buy some 
um, popular brands at big box stores at, you know, very low prices, but your husband or your wife or the fisherman or woman in your life is going to come home wet and mad. Um, this is something that we talk about with our customers and amongst ourselves all the time that how many times have you been offshore soaking wet and cold and paid any amount of money for something that would prevent that. Um, so something that we have here in the store are these uh, Grundens jackets and before you had to have PVC to stay dry and that is where you look like the Gordon's fisherman or like you're on deadliest catch and it's very effective great stuff but most of the time here in our area you're dehydrated from all the sweat from putting them on um, they have come out with a line of jackets with Gore-Tex in them that are completely 100% waterproof and I will attest to this because I've been very impressed by this I bought it myself um, and they make several different lines in this. This is their charter jacket and it's the lightest weight version. All the zippers are taped and seamed as well as a covering flap that prevents any water from getting in over it. They also have a hood and this is the lightest weight model that would be good for summertime use. I use it year round because I tend to layer underneath of it. It also has cuffs with a hard to do this with cuffs with a Velcro to, to keep the water from going up your arm and into your clothes. Um, and these started around 279 um, retail. They go up from there depending on the amount of insulation. So this is just your basic shell. They make a downrigger jacket that has a little bit more insulation that would be good for this time of year through uh, say February. And then if you're traveling, they make another jacket that has even more insulation that we special order. We just don't stock here. Um, but something that will definitely keep you dry. They also make matching bibs to go with it. Um, they, they tend to be in the $250 price range as well. I still like the PVC bibs myself because you can, you can take them on and off. And most of the time in the summer, the jacket is more important than your pants because you're wearing board shorts or what have you. The PVC is nice because it just resists the ripping and the tearing if you step over the gunnel or do any evasive maneuvers where you rip the crotch out of some of those cortex uh, material uh, bibs. Yeah, man, I, I think I'm on a similar page to you, man. I still like the PVC bibs. I just like that reliability, you know, that ease. But I'm, I also go just go lighter shell and layer as opposed to shell with much insulation. I mean, that's been my recipe and yeah, man, your point's well taken. You know, when you need good gear, you know, you are happy to have spent that money on it or you don't have good gear and you wish you had spent it on it, you know. And, you know, as we get older, you can, we take care of stuff more and hold on to it longer so it becomes even a better investment. Sure. And um, kind of with that in mind, staying on the apparel side of things, um, I know that especially with inflation and with money being a little bit tighter, one thing I wanted to bring up is that we tend to look at wintertime stuff because it is Christmas time. You know, the flannels are nice. Nice jackets are good. But also think about when you're a fisherman or woman's fishing. A lot of times it's in the summer. And, and now is a great time at your local retailers to buy some of that stuff at a premium. A lot of places are looking to get rid of springtime and summertime apparel. So everybody's gone to wearing microfiber 
uh, sun shirts in the summer, uh, which is nice not only for the sun protection, but also because they're a lot cooler than cotton fabrics. So I just grabbed a couple examples here, tangled up just like when I go fishing. Um, one would be just a simple, this is made by Aquaflage, but any kind of UPF 50 um, microfiber long sleeve sun shirt, very popular. Um, they also come with hoods as well. Some people prefer the hoods so they can get out of the sun. Um, and then there's also some other materials in the same kind of idea that are made out of more spandex material. Still has the UPF, a little bit cooler, a little bit more expensive. But a lot of times these make great gifts thinking ahead, thinking towards next summer um, that you can get a good deal on this time of year just because it's off-season merchandise and because they're popular, most people will probably have plenty of them. Um, yeah, man, I've actually shopped SPF shirts at your store. You had a great selection, man. You had several different options to look from, different companies, different looks, and again, hood, no hood. So uh, I'm on board with that idea too. Yeah, and, and you know, I, I think I've gone more towards those spandex materials just because they're cooler. Um, but, you know, I never thought I'd spend $50 for a t-shirt, but here we are. But now's a chance coming in the holidays where you probably won't have to do that. Um, another good gift that I would recommend for everybody is a cast net because everybody's been throwing a cast net, catching mullet and shrimp over the past couple months. And odds are, if you're like me, you probably threw it on a couple oyster rocks and it's probably got some holes in it and you're not going to fix it. You're just going to complain about it not being as nice as it was. So a cast net is always a good gift. Also, if you have a naughty sportsman on your list, you can also kind of do it as a double entendre because it does have quite a bit of lead in it. So, you know, you can give them, you know, kind of like the coal in the stocking idea. Um, but uh, anyways, uh, Betts is, is the most well-known cast net around here. I'm holding an old salt six foot three eighths inch mesh net. Uh, that is just the most versatile size for catching mullet, shrimp, and menhaden. But we have them, and any other tackle store will have them from 4 foot to 12 foot and several different mesh sizes. But a cast net is a great gift to give someone. Plus, if you know they have holes in their old one, that gives you an opportunity to get that thing out of your garage and give them something they'll be happy using until they throw on oysters next year. Yeah, man, sometimes it can be hard to get get rid of a cast net you know you should get rid of. And if someone gifts you one, then it makes it so much easier to get rid of one you know you should be getting rid of anyway. Hey, the six foot three eighths, what's the price point on that? Um, those are in the old salt. Those are going to be in the $70 price point. Um, they're a little bit on the high end for that. They're a pound and a quarter per foot or 1.1 pounds per foot. So they sink a little bit faster. And they have a few more braille lines, which are the internal lines that go inside of a cast net. So they close up a lot quicker and keep the bait from swimming out from under the net as you retrieve it. Um, Betts also makes a high titer series that's just below that. It's three quarters of a pound per foot. Um, and it's, it's still a great net, not as nice as that, but and it tends to be $15 um, per foot diameter cheaper, um, which is... A lot of people like it a little bit better because it is lighter to throw. And if you're throwing in shallow water, it's not that big of a deal. But the old salt is a nicer net. Okay. Right on. What's next? So 
that kind of that kind of runs through most of what I had in mind. Um, I did have a few stock and stuffer ideas. I always like to throw those in and you can go. That's what's great about going to your local places. They're always going to have a couple extra things this time of year. One that we got last year and I thought was kind of silly. I just got it because I thought it would sell. Just that's my job. Um, was this uh, fisherman's hand scrub made by McKenzie Fisherman. And I was like, okay, yeah, we'll put this in. I'll make a good little gift. You don't know what to get. You want to give somebody something instead of just a gift card. And then we had to clean the shrimp tank. It went south and we had a bunch of rotten shrimp. And then we had to clean the fiddler crabs and they smell really bad. And someone was complaining. I said, well, just try that new stuff we got for Christmas. And it was the only thing we found to actually get that stench off of your hands. Um, it's actually all natural. It has walnut husk and lemon oil in it. So it's actually good for your skin. It's not a bunch of chemicals and it really works. Uh, we were actually impressed with this and it's been something that I thought would only sell during the holidays. We've reordered it several times since and we actually all have it in our kitchens at our house. Um, so something definitely worth looking for. Um, kind of going back into the stock and stuffer thing. We did toadfish last year. One thing that they did come out with, in addition to their their non-tipping can coolers, was one that will fit any beverage of your choice, whether that's a Solo Cup or a Pepsi or what have you, a water bottle. Um, it still has the same deal where it won't tip over on a flat surface, but if you pick it straight up, you can remove it. Um, and it basically adds a cup holder to your boat that you can store or take off your boat for cleaning purposes, or you can take with you when you're on someone's boat that doesn't have any cup holders. I like it. I like those two stocking stuffer ideas. I think that's a great way to end our holiday gift guide. If you have no other stocking stuffer ideas, if that, I mean, that, that was a great presentation. I just don't want to wrap you up prematurely, man. Or, or did we well, go through the list? I have one more thing and it's, it's not really necessarily a gift idea. But it's just the general idea that what's so cool about shopping with your local businesses during the holiday season is that a lot of times, whether it comes to these stock and stuffers like I showed you, there might be stock and stuffers like this X-Wrap that's a real popular trout lure or this Islander that Mr. Bobby doesn't have but has been looking at and it's a new color. That's what's so cool about going to local stores that we might know the fisherman or woman in your life knowing what they fish for definitely helps in case we don't and we can steer you in the right direction for some local staples to where you drop something in their stocking and it's not just going to be something that sits on the shelf they're going to use it um, but also we often have rapport with these guys so we can help you out with just little stuff that'll make that holiday a little bit extra special and then there's always gift cards i know that lots of local businesses sell a ton of gift cards this time of year um, it's great not only for the business to have a little bit of money come in, but it also part of going to your local stores is coming in and making fun of my hair or that I don't wear this flannel perfectly well. And, you know, doing the local jabber and, and seeing the stuff and touching the stuff and also interacting with us. So whether it's with us or with anyone else, shopping local will definitely help you get the right gifts under that tree for the fisherman or woman in your life. Arlen Ash, I challenge you to list one name of one person that has made fun of that hair. Who could possibly do that? 
Well, I was expecting it on the question this morning, but <laughs> I, think, I think I did pretty good. <laughs> you did great. Hey, Arlen, man, your point about local shopping is well taken. Man, I think that's sage advice. And, you know, we are Fisherman's Post is in the business of relationships, whether it's the podcast or the schools or the newspaper. So, again, point taken. Um, thank you for being available. Thank you for going to this effort to share with us the holiday gift guide. And I am already looking forward to the fourth annual next year. I like our tradition. I can't wait. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, Arlen, thank you. All right, Billy. All right, man. <clears throat> what a gift guide. That was a good one. That was good. Yeah, a lot of cool products in there. So I guess I'm going to have to ask for my Christmas present right now. That's what I'm doing. Making a proposal to the internet for Christmas gifts. You so are? That's what I'm doing, right? Like this. All right, bi- let's hear it. This is Billy's beggar. wish list. I'm a beggar, man. Whatever. Beggars can't be choosers. All right, so I really like that Dexter knife, even though I'll probably never use it because I don't really catch fish. And if I do, I don't fillet them myself. But it's pretty cool. It has the double edge. Love that part. The extra tough kids boots. Uh, I have a four-year-old, so I'm totally buying some of those. And then I just checked on their website because I'm like, well, I don't even have a pair. So maybe I should get a pair. He should get a pair. And my wife might would buy us matching pairs because that's, you know, that's cool. That's what wives do. It's cute. Yeah. So I'm like, but I have an extra wide foot and it looks like they have wides on, you know, on their website. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go to Ireland and say, Ireland, can you get wides? And I was about to interrupt your conversation and be like, dude, can you get those in wides? Cause I got a big giant, I'm sure he can, like he can get whatever he wants. So I'm going to go make that proposal. And then uh, last but not least, which I thought was pretty cool. Once again, I probably wouldn't use it too much, uh, but just to have it is a collapsible net. That thing was sick. Like the whole breakdown, put it away, like. I yeah. Anyway, go buy that for make me happy. Go go to Intercoastal, buy these products that I just list off for your loved one, and take a selfie with Arlen and send it over, and we'll put it on the show. It'll be fun. It'll be a great time. So, would you say in general it would be a good idea or a bad idea for someone to buy for their wife the fish soap that removes fish smell? I, I'm gonna say that's a, I'm gonna say that's a, I'm gonna say that's a bad idea. I would not, I would not do that. I mean, golly, the poor savage. Whoever does that gets invited on the show for end of the year. <laughs> Unless it's just savage. We want to hear the story. I'll tell you what I'll take from that list. I'll take a pair of those $150 pliers because I can tell you as a fact, it is against my DNA to spend that much money on a pair of pliers, yeah. but. If someone were to gift them to me, I would dig them and I would appreciate them and I would love pulling them out every opportunity I had. Mm-hmm. But I am just not genetically composed to come off of 150 bucks for a pair of pliers. I'm just, it's against me. Yeah. Well, if somebody doesn't get them for you, Gary, maybe I'll call them up and see if they want to put their logo right here for a couple pairs of pliers. <laughs> yeah. We don't normally do trades, but for a couple <laughs> pairs of pliers, might accidentally slip one in there. Oh, man. It's so Well, funny. man, this is great that we have Arlen on for the tradition. And, uh, again, he never disappoints, man. Never. He's got a great shop going there. You know, he's big on, as you can tell, he's big on customer service. And that's throughout Intercoastal Angler. That vibe carries throughout Intercoastal Angler. And they got a lot of cool stuff, man. And, and again, as he kept pointing out, and I th- I want to ham- finish with this thought, support your local businesses. You know, if you're not in Wilmington, Riceville Beach area, 
then the lesson still applies. Support your local tackle shop. With COVID, we all got more used to buying online, and there is a certain convenience and savings to buying online. But again, relationships are important. Local stores are important, and they do offer something at those local tackle shops that you just can't get online. That's right, man. So go go support those guys. Uh, they come on here and give us tons of information, tons of knowledge. So we want to keep everybody locally uh, on the up and up, man. So I, I agree, Gary. Go go support your local business where you can. And go support Marine Warehouse. They're making this show possible. One of our longest-running sponsors. And if you want to be beside of there, if you want your business in this new year coming up to be on the podcast and be a part of our community, it's much more than just a fishing show and numbers and downloads and all that stuff and subscribers. We're building a really strong community. or continuing to build it in the digital space, as Fisherman's Post has done for 20 years physically all over this community. So uh, it's an honor, man. It's a lot of fun, and it's cool to have these guys on for sure. It is, man. I, I get I get a joy and satisfaction out of our work, man. It's it's fun. It's awesome, man. Well, high five, Gary. Appreciate it, and we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you. Thank you.